Oh my gosh, it's working. Who is this crazy woman who is going live on Facebook and YouTube at midnight, you ask? It is I, Melissa. Hey friends, listen, um, first of all, I've been trying to do this for like 15 minutes because I was going to record it for the podcast and I was like, you know what, this is too timely. So I'm, I'm doing it live at midnight. So where are my late night people at? Where are you at? Say hi, if you are here and if not, you can watch the replay, but I have to tell you about some things that happened at church today and yeah, I'm a little thrown off because it took me forever to get this um, to work. It wasn't letting me in. And so I just happened to hit the button again and boom, finally it worked. So hi, friends. I'm Melissa Bat, Christian life and business coach. And I'm going to talk to you about what happened at church tonight. So our church had a um, like Good Friday night of worship. Okay. And so... I'm, I'm going to tell you that this is probably going to be on the podcast too. So um, if you're listening on the podcast, just know this is also a Facebook live. And um, also, I just want to say, if you could pray for my podcast editor, um, he lives in Indiana. And last week, his whole entire community was pretty much wiped out and they didn't have electricity or anything. So he uh, probably won't be able to edit this podcast episode but we're still going to be playing it and we'll just keep it real. He won't be able to, you know, make me sound like I'm a whole lot better, but it's okay. So what happened at church today? So first of all, I have really been struggling the last couple of days, but I finally felt like I'd gotten myself out of it. Sometimes we just need to take a shower and turn on some worship music and praise him. Even when, if, feels like we're in the middle of a storm, even though I wouldn't say I was in the middle of a storm, but I felt like I was in the middle of a storm. And so um, I went to church and I've been like super expectant all week, like anticipating this night of worship because I've just have been craving it so much. And so um, went to church and one of my friends, Kayla, um, had a message that she shared about um, the crown of thorns that you're wearing that you don't need to be wearing because Jesus took that all for us. Why are we still carrying it, right? And so, or wearing it. And so she did this like whole thing. It was super beautiful. I loved it. And um, she didn't exactly do an altar call, but I kind of was like, this is a great place for an altar call. You know, and so um, apparently that was just me. Um, so I started talking to God because I felt like God wanted me like, okay, so they did this message. And then after that message, they sang some more songs. And it was during this song that I was just kept feeling like God wanted me to go to the altar. Now, again, like this wasn't an actual like nobody said, Hey, come to the altar right now. If you need this, or if you need to lay something down or anything like that, there was none of that. Okay. Because if there was, I wouldn't have struggled quite so much. Although I know some of y'all you struggle even in that. And so work in progress. Right. So anyways, I, uh, I felt like God was like, you need to go to the altar. 
and he's been doing this to me since 2021. I am not the girl normally that likes to be center of attention. Um, I, well, I never like to be center of attention. Let me make that clear. And so um, I'm not one that like, I had never went to the altar without there being an altar call. And God has been doing this, making me do this since February of 2021, I believe. And so I was talking to God and like, he's like, you need to go to the altar. And how do I know I needed to go to the altar? Because um, I felt nauseous. My heart was racing and I knew he wanted me to go to the altar. So I was like, okay, God, like, but I don't want to go to the altar. I'm in the middle of the row. Even if it is just my husband and my kids sitting next to me, like I'm in the middle of the row. There was no altar call. You want me to go to the altar now? Like, can I wait till the end when other people go to the altar? And um, <laughs> God told me something at that time. And listen, <laughs> when he speaks to me, like he truly speaks to me. He's like, girl, you are here on Good Friday celebrating the fact that I died on a cross for you. And you aren't even willing to take 12 steps forward to go to the altar, kneel and pray. Are you kidding me? Like, that's how I felt. I mean, I'm being a little dramatic, but, um, and so I just kept wrestling with them. I'm like, God, no. Okay. Okay. If the song continues to go, then I'm going to go. Cause there's nothing worse than feeling like you're supposed to go to the altar. And then you go up there and, um, you abruptly, the song ends and you're like, that was weird. I'm still up here. And um, anyways, blah, blah, blah. Moving on. So I went up to the altar. And again, this is something that God has been having me do for a couple years now. And sometimes I go for me. Sometimes I go for other people. I don't think that really matters. Um, but while I was there, I really just wanted I felt like God wanted me to be in his presence. And he also wanted to remind me of this message that he gave me. I'm not even exaggerating. February, 2021. I have my journal out. This is my journal from, from February, 2021. Okay. And so this is, um, maybe even January, 2021. Um, anyways, there, the message is, are you willing to go first? Are you willing to go first? And I kept like, he just reminded me of this message that he had given me way back when he first had me going to the altar first. And the whole thing um, was really hard for me again, because well, one, we were at a new church. There's nothing worse than like going to a new church and then not like following the order. Um, and not that I caused a scene or anything like that, because I would absolutely, I mean, I guess if God told me to, but, oh Lord, please don't ever do that, God. Um, but there were some times that I just felt like in the middle of worship, um, I need to go to the altar. So I went to the altar. And so in that God had given me this message about going first. And, um, I had transferred my journal notes into my phone because there is a workshop called check your posture that, um, one of these days I'm going to go through and teach. I used it, um, for the very first time 
at the breakthrough intensive this week, um, this month, actually it was last month. Um, and it was amazing. I thought I attempted to go through it in 2021, I think, but God just said like it, it wasn't time. So I, um, didn't finish it or teach it. I needed to be like, it was, it was about 12 steps ahead of where I felt like the people were at that moment. And so God was like, this is for later. Okay. So anyways, are you willing to go first? Are you willing to fly blind and let him lead you? You say you are ready, but are you really going first means that you're willing to fail. You're willing to have blind faith. Going first is going to cost you a lot of things. It's going to cause, uh, it's going to cost you your pride. Sometimes your friends, um, the life you thought you wanted and popularity even. And so again, are you willing to go first? God is calling not just me, but a whole lot of us to go first. And I think it's interesting. This was part of the message that, um, from 2021, like, are you willing to go first? Because listen, how many people, like I am a church goer. I am a Christian. I love Jesus. And if it is uncomfortable for me to go to the altar, how do we ever expect the lost to go on their own? Right? So I feel like God has had me going first as a way to kind of break that ice. And because sometimes it just takes one person to do something when everyone else is sitting still or staying in their seats for someone else to be brave enough to go up. And so sometimes I feel like God has me go for that reason. Not always, but sometimes. And one of the thoughts that I had was like, we pray for our lost, like, you know, when they come to church with us, listen, timing, Easter is a um, right around the corner. And most of the time, like that is the day that you can get a lot of people who don't go to church regularly to go to church. And I'm not saying you have to go to the altar to be saved. I think you can become saved at home without even going to church. But there is power and going to the altar. There's so much power in it. It's about taking steps forward with God. And, you know, if you can kneel at the altar, it's like laying it down, whatever it is, whether it's your pride, your struggles, your sins, your, your pain, whatever it is, like laying it down at the altar. There's so much power in that. And I am amazed how many churches are not doing altar calls anymore. Thank God my church still does an altar call and they actually welcome you to go to the altar at any time, even when there's not an altar call. Thank God. Cause that's what God has me doing. Um, it would be a little awkward if, if not. Right. Okay. So I was looking back through my notes and I came across like these verses that I had written down then. And I'm going to read them to you because, and then I have this right here. This is the believers Bible commentary, a complete Bible commentary, 
commentary in one volume. An easy to read commentary that turns complicated theology into practical understanding. I highly recommend this. My pastor actually recommended this for me when I told him like, I really wanted to like learn more and know more of the context stuff. And I see lots of people talking about commentaries, but I didn't know which one I should trust or which one to do. He suggested this and I love it. Okay. So John chapter six verses 16 through 21. I'm going to read it real quick. And then um, this is from uh, one of my kids, their Bibles. So we have like some houses have no Bibles. Our house probably has about 50 Bibles. Anyone else? So this one was out in my office. That evening, Jesus's disciples went down to the shore to wait for him. But as darkness fell and Jesus still hadn't come back, they got into the boat and headed across the lake toward Capernaum. Don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Doesn't matter. Soon a gale swept down upon them and the sea grew very rough. They had rowed three or four miles when suddenly they saw Jesus walking on the water toward the boat. They were terrified, but he called out to them, do not be afraid, I am here. Then they were eager to let him in the boat and immediately they arrived at their destination. Okay, so again, immediately, I'm snapping my fingers, those on the podcast that might be listening. Um, immediately, they arrived at their destination. Some of y'all are staying in your seats when God is saying, go to the altar. And if you would just swallow your pride and, um, or take your pride to the altar, right? You could just take your pride to the altar and lay it down. You may immediately find yourself at your destination. And so I wanted to now read from the commentary because, again, this commentary is really, really good. So it says for verses 20 and 21, um, then the Lord Jesus spoke wonderful words of comfort. It is I do not be afraid. If he were only a man, they might well be afraid. But he is the mighty creator and the sustainer of the universe. With such a one close at hand, there was no reason to fear. He who made the Sea of Galilee in the first place could cause its water to be calm in the second place and could bring his fearful disciples safely to shore. The words, it is I, are literally, I am. So far, this is the second time in John's gospel where Jesus used this name of Jehovah as applying to himself. When they realized that it was the Lord Jesus, they welcomed him into the boat immediately they found themselves at their destination here another miracle is stated but not explained they did not have to row any further the lord jesus brought them to dry land instantly what a wonderful person he is and so i want to go back to that okay some of y'all need to be going to the altar and some of you, it's like when you feel that prompting again, I feel like I'm going to throw up. My heart stays, starts racing and I just know, I just know. And um, a few years ago, I was listening to someone and they were talking about the spirit of resistance and the spirit of comfort, I think. And so 
the spirit of comfort wants you to stay in your seat because that's comfortable. How many of you know growth doesn't come from your comfort zone? You want to grow your faith. You want to grow closer to Jesus. You're craving it, but you can't figure out why it's not happening. Maybe it's because you're staying in your seat when God is calling you to go up to the altar. The other thing um, about that resistance, this is something that I have really, um, I always ask myself these questions when I feel hesitant to do something that I think could be God. Um, I will ask myself, like, could this be the enemy? If me not doing this, could that be the enemy trying to get me to not do it because of something that, you know, I'm supposed to be able to get from this or something that someone else is supposed to get from this, like whatever the situation could me not doing prevent a breakthrough. And again, I mean, these are my thoughts in my head that I don't ever talk about. Um, and so most of the time, you know, like staying in my seat when I feel like God wants me to go to the altar, do you see how the spirit of resistance is all over that? Like, yeah, you don't need to go. You're fine. You're fine. You just went last week. You just went yesterday. You already went once today. You really don't need to go again. You're fine. You know, like that's spirit of resistance. If God is telling me to go to the altar, I need to go to the altar. It doesn't even matter. Sometimes it's for me again. Sometimes it might be for someone else. Sometimes I think God just wants to use us who will listen and be obedient so that it will take the pressure off of someone else who's sitting there, maybe right even next to you and saying, man, I wish someone would go to the altar because I don't want to go first. If we, his children who love him, are not willing to go first, then how can we expect those who are lost and struggling and not even at home because, you know, the church, like that's our home. It's, you know, most of the people that are coming into church unsaved, like they're visitors mostly, right? So a visitor coming in, really hard for them to take those steps. And sometimes I think God just wants us to do it first so that those others can feel comfortable or a little bit more comfortable doing it as well. And again, like, I really wanted to talk to my pastor about this because I'm like, am I on the right page here? Like, is this, is this making sense? Is this lining up? Because I don't know that I've ever heard anyone talk about this, but I know that God has called me to go to the altar multiple times. And um, I finally am listening and I am going. And also in that obedience, you know, some of you have like big dreams or big goals, or you're asking, like, you want to change the world. And yet God is sitting there, or God is telling you while you're sitting there, I need you to go to the altar. And you're questioning him or you're ignoring him. He's like, how do you expect me to trust you with these big things when I can't even trust you with this tiny little thing? Hmm. Again, God is calling some of you to be bold, to get out of your seat. Stop staying in your comfort zone and take a walk on the water with Jesus. Get out of the boat, get out of your seat, go to the altar. And again, I know not all churches do the altar. If they don't, maybe you should find a different church. 
because there is power at the altar. I'm just saying there's power at the altar. And um, I feel like I'm going in circles now. Let me see if there was something else I wanted to say based on this. Just go first. Be bold. Speak up. Let me look at my notes here to see if this is anywhere else um, where I talk about this. <clears throat> John 3.30 says, um, which let me look in this one to see if my notes are correct because sometimes they may not be. Um, and again, this is from a long time ago. And I think I'm realizing why I haven't been able to like, like, I know that a lot of the stuff that's in my journal, I know it's things that God is going to have me speak on, but I think he is still in the preparing me for like really studying his word so I can line things up correctly and feel confident in it. Cause right now I don't. Um, so John three 30. Yeah, he must become greater and greater and I must become less and less. When you go to the altar, that is an act of obedience and surrender. And it's definitely recognizing that he is greater and you are less. I'm telling you. If nothing else, go to the altar and pray for the lost. Pray that they will have the courage to take that step of faith, that they will not be able to remain in their seat, that they will be up and moving before they even had a, a chance to even think what will people think? Because isn't that what most of us, we stand our shoot because we're like, I don't want them to think my life is messed up. I don't want them to think I don't have it together. I don't want them to think I'm some Jesus freak, which is funny to me, but I do think sometimes I have thought that I'm like, I don't want them to think I'm one of those crazy ones. I'm just going to sit here and chill, you know? Um, anyways, I feel like I'm rambling now, probably need to go to bed, but I'm telling you the power that comes from surrendering and going to the altar, go to the altar, my friends, there's always something there's always something going on in your life that could be taken to the altar and then be surrendered. Whether you're interceding on behalf of someone who is lost or you're interceding um, on the behalf of someone who is sick or you're uh, just praying for the pastor or the message to be received well, like, or, you know, for crying out loud, Maybe you really do have something going on in your life and you want to pray for yourself. That's okay too, right? That's okay too. So, um, again, thank you for letting me come here and share this message. That's been a little all over the place, but, um, I hope you hear my heart and more important, you hear God the next time he's prompting you to get out of your seat, speak up maybe, 
be bold, go to the altar, whatever it is that he's calling you to do. I just pray that you will have the courage to walk it out and feel the presence of God in those moments because there's nothing like it. There is nothing like it, friends. All right. That's it. Bye, guys.